Episode 11, the one where I tackle some questions on fear, defeat, and success. If you're tired of waiting for people and circumstances in your life to change so you can finally go after your midlife dream, this podcast is for you. Welcome to Midlife Made Simple, where I help women just like you make midlife your best life yet. In each episode, I share simple ways to navigate life's challenges with joy, fun, and ease. Stop waiting around for things to change. This is it. This is your life. Make it yours. I'm Janelle. Welcome to Midlife Made Simple. you guys. How's it going? I hope you're having a fantastic day. I sent a text message to my hairdresser this morning and it auto-corrected a couple of things and the message came out so funny. I'm still laughing about it, but sometimes I just crack myself up. Do you ever do that? It's so fun to just laugh at yourself sometimes. So that is what I've been up to some of what I've been up to today. But I'm excited for today's podcast because I'm going to do some Q&A. I'm going to share some questions and answers from a recent group call that I had. And the ones that I chose come up pretty often or similar ones come up pretty often. And one great thing about being in a group is getting to hear the answers to other people's questions. So often they are questions that pertain to you and your situation and your goals. And it's a great way to get coaching. But before we dive into the podcast, I want to keep you up to speed on a couple of things happening over here at Janelle J Coaching. I want to let you know about an upcoming 30-minute masterclass that I'm teaching next Friday, July 15th. And this masterclass is going to be all about how to use the power of the equipment that you have inside of you already, your mind which I don't just mean your brain and all the other parts already inside of you to create the results that you want. So don't miss out on that. We're always doing this. We're always using this equipment to create what we have in our life. We're just not doing it consciously. And when you learn to do it intentionally, you get so much better, so many better outcomes, better results, I guess is what I want to say. So join me for that. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, no fluff. And if you want to be a part of that, you can sign up at com forward slash thinking dash into dash results. And I also want to let you know that I'm opening up spaces in my group program, Mindset 2.0, Thinking into Results. Very soon, we are going to start July 27th. This is going to be a beta program, meaning it's the first time I'm going to be running it. So it's going to be a great deal with lots of great features and benefits and time with me. So if you're curious, you can sign up using that same link and you'll get all the details when they're released next week. Again, that link is JanelleJJAI.com forward slash thinking dash into dash results. All right, let's go for it. Let's dive into these questions. So the first one is, what are some strategies for getting through the terror barrier and keeping me from falling back into my own old mindset? 
So if some of you aren't familiar with the terror barrier, I talked about it a couple podcasts ago. It was titled Four Stages of Fear in the Terror Barrier. So you can go back and listen to that if you haven't yet and get more details about the terror barrier and these stages. But the summary of the terror barrier is it's a term that I use in my coaching And it simply is a barrier that comes between you and your goal that's caused by fear. And when you hit this barrier, several things can happen, but basically it moves you backwards. It might keep you stuck. It might have you quit. The start and stop cycle happens here. But the more familiar you are with the terror barrier and the more familiar you recognize it when it happens. So the first thing here is to be aware. When you start to recognize that you are falling back into past thinking and beliefs, it's an opportunity for growth. So the first thing is to just stop and notice what's happening. Remember that you have changed and grown. You've outgrowing grown that way of thinking and you've outgrown the thoughts that are causing that fear. So you want to be catching on to that. And so interrupt the thoughts, stop the thinking and remind yourself that it's an old pattern. I usually say something to myself like, oh no, I'm staying over here in this new belief. I literally tell my paradigm to go back where it came from. Don't need it. It's not useful right now, but it's a conscious decision that comes from the awareness of what is happening. And it takes the use of the will, which is one of our six mental faculties, to be able to switch this, right? To be able to recognize it and to say, okay, enough, stop, go back where you came from, don't need ya. But when doubt and the old paradigm or the belief system comes in, you can do a couple of things. You can disband the thought as quickly as you can, like I just talked about. Okay, that was an example of disbanding the thinking. And this is useful if it's a thought that you've worked through many times and you know it's habitual. It's an indulgent thought. You know that your brain brings it to you often. Your mind, your body just want to stay in a safe place and doing what you always done, thinking what you've always thought, creating the emotions you've always had to your mind is a way of being safe. Okay. But we want to break up those patterns and start showing our bodies other ways to be safe through different ways of thinking and behaving. Okay. So disbanding the thought is the one way. And the other thing you can do is to look at the assumption or the thought behind it, behind what's happening, behind the fear. What are you assuming? Notice how that assumption or thought makes you feel. Okay, when you think that or you assume that, how do you feel? And then notice when you feel that way, what actions are you taking or not taking? This is working with the model, but recognizing that it is fear, recognizing that the thought and the assumption is key. And you can even ask yourself, how is this fear? How could this be fear? And answering that question and then making a conscious decision for what you want to be thinking or feeling is very useful. Noticing the results you get from that thinking that thought or believing that assumption is true is a way to go even deeper. So making decisions from awareness is powerful. Now, I want to share a section from a book I'm reading and I'm loving. It's actually my second time through it. And it's called You Too Can Be Prosperous. 
And it's on page 10 is what I'm reading from if you happen to have the book or want to get the book. But it says the way to eradicate the old process of worry. And we can substitute the word worry for fear or anything else, really. The way to eradicate the old process of worry is to form a bigger concept of confidence. As the confidence thought grows, the mental path of worry or fear will gradually fill up from disuse. The old path will grow less and less distinct until it gradually disappears. So in that paragraph, the author Robert Russell is talking about a path or a pathway. And I like to think about a path through a garden or a forest. We create a path by going over and over the same area until it's visible, okay? Until it forms a path or a pathway. And the same is true for our thoughts and our beliefs. We have a pathway of past thinking and it's easy to go to. We believe that it is true, believe it's visible, and we argue for it, okay? In fact, most of the time, it's automatic, like putting your foot on the gas or the brake in the car at the right time. And when we are studying mindset or studying a new way of creating, you are wanting to expand your awareness. You are intentionally going to create a different pathway for new thoughts. By creating the new thoughts and the beliefs, we create the new pathway. So to create this pathway, it's important to stop and choose the path or the thinking that we want to create. And then we have to consciously and repeatedly choose it until it becomes the choice or the path we see and take effortlessly and automatically. We create a new pathway and let the other path grow over. Just We stop nurturing that path. Over the course of our lives, we all created a path. Okay, We all have created paths of worry, doubt, indecision, fear, all the things. And we want to let that path grow over. Now, this isn't a one and done thing, right? There's always going to be as we're growing, as we're reaching for new goals, doing new things, there's going to be new pathways that we need to let go of nurturing and rebuild. But this is the way. So think about, we want to let that grow over, let that path of worry, doubt, and decision, fear grow over. And we want to let the path, a different path of curiosity and joy and fun and ease and prosperity and confidence Start letting that be the path that we nurture. So when you feel the terror barrier, you're just going down the old path. It's a way that your mind is saying, hey, it's safer over here on this path that you've already beat down. Even though it might not be fun and get you the results you want or could even be painful, it's a familiar path. We know the way. Whereas when we're creating the new one, it's not familiar yet. So we have a little bit of resistance to that. And you just want to be course correcting from the old path back to the new. And as we add in new thoughts regularly, the old thoughts are going to be crowded out and the new pathway is going to be solidified. So an author, uh, another one of my favorite authors, Neville Goddard, talks about purity of the mind and how we can let go of the negative thoughts coming in. He says that there is no room for lack and limitation in, in a mind that is filled with abundance and prosperity. So we want our mind to be filled with abundance and prosperity more than being filled with lack and limitation. So being aware 
of what you have in your mind, what you're thinking, and noticing if it's mostly lack and limitation, or if it's mostly thoughts of prosperity, or somewhere in between there. And the important thing is, is that we have the power to change it, right? When we learn this material, when we grow in our awareness, we see that we can change these things. It's a choice. And Russell goes on to talk about the rules for doing this. And I'll just quickly read that to you. Let me get back to my page here. There are several rules that will aid you in doing this. One, refuse to use the old habit path under any circumstance. That's the disbanding it. That's the saying, nope, I'm not going to go on that path. I'm going to continue to walk this path until it's solid. Two, keep your thought changed out of the negative path and hold it in the positive. This can seem really mechanical and maybe hard, but we can make it easy by just feeling. Feeling the feeling of the positive thoughts. Positive thoughts on that path, just letting them be there. Number three, charge the new thought action with hope, power, belief, conviction, and determination when you express it. So as you are taking actions, coming back to and charging these actions with the feelings of hope, with the feeling of power and belief and conviction and determination and whatever other emotions you choose to have on this journey. So I always have my clients pick some goal achieving emotions that we come back to all the time. And the reason we do that is exactly for number three, because we want to keep the action charged with positive emotion. Number four, make your new pattern as clear, strong, deep, and positive as you can. Number five, make opportunities for traveling over this new path as often as possible. So how do we do that? We do it through visualizing, right? visualization of our goal, the outcomes by getting in touch with the emotions we feel when it is achieved. We create the opportunities for traveling over it by being with other people who are on this kind of a journey in this kind of a way. We do it through a trainings, maybe like the webinar that I'm going to be offering, the class that I'm going to be giving by getting coaching and acting as if, right? All these things help seal this path. Listening to this podcast all helps seal this path. Okay. This is so good. All right. Next question. I am really stuck between my job and my business. I feel so amazing when I'm working on my business and then I go to work and the day drags on and there is such a negative feeling about being there. How can I find a way to enjoy being there so I'm not so drained and tired when I get home? I feel like it's taking away from growing my business because it takes me so long to get out of the negative to then work on my business. I feel worn out. This is great. And I totally remember feeling this way when I was still working and working in my business. I hadn't transitioned yet. So the first thing that I want to point out is that you were assuming that this job is making you feel worn out and too tired to work and grow your business. And the truth here is that it is your thoughts about it. Okay, that are causing the problem. When you're thinking things like the day drags on, I don't like being there, 
I'd rather be working on my business. This job is taking away from growing my business. Then of course you're going to feel tired because you're in a lot of lack. I even feel tired reading it. So you are just in lots of lack. And again, it's the noticing. Notice how all of that thinking is giving you the result of being tired, of feeling tired. It's not the job that's doing it. You've done the job many times, I'm sure, when you felt interested or even excited. So just notice that your thoughts are creating this. You are doing something you don't want to be doing anymore, and your thoughts about it are lowering your vibration. You're frustrated that you aren't in your business more or growing your business more quickly or the way that you want to. So first, notice your thinking and that that is what's creating you feeling tired. The other thing that you're missing is faith and belief. If you had the faith that your business was growing, that it was working, if you were seeing results on purpose, if you were in the belief that it was going to happen no matter what, you would see the job as a stepping stone instead of an obstacle. Okay, let's use the analogy of water for a second. Water in a creek or a river. So when the water flows through the creek or the river, it hits a rock, but it doesn't stop. It doesn't fight against the rock. It just flows around it. So you are seeing the job as the barrier or the rock and you're feeling frustrated. You're fighting against it. You're bumping up against it over and over and over, and it's wearing you out. So instead of focusing on what you don't want, turn your attention to where you're going. Develop faith and belief about where you're going. And the other thing is developing a quick plan can be super useful because it gives you some safety. It gives you direction. You know, you have something to gauge that you're making the progress forward. Okay. I help clients develop quick plans all the time. You can message me or email me if that's something you're interested in getting support with, but it can really help create the sense of safety and milestones along the way. But part of that plan is having faith and belief and developing that And that includes knowing how you're going to feel when you quit. When you get to that place, you're turning in your resignation, you're saying goodbye, you're going full-time in your business or moving on, okay? Notice what those emotions are in your body. And you want to use those emotions on purpose throughout your day. Feel them on purpose, okay? So getting clear about what you want to think about the job and how you want to feel about it letting your, those emotions be chosen on purpose and let that be your dominating experience. You can also create a transition ritual. So as you leave the job each day, you can be leaving it with a positive emotion. Okay. Finding out, looking at the things that were great that day, ignite fun and creativity for your business. When you get home, I used to play music and sing in the car. Or I'd let play some soft music and just get into the feeling of being enthused about the next part of my day and where I was going to get to spend time in my business. Okay, so that's one way, one piece of a ritual that you could create. But ask yourself, what am I looking forward to taking action on in my business today? Okay, you're looking forward. 
You're thinking about what you do want. Remember, it's not the amount of things that you do, but the energy that you're in. So pay attention to your thoughts and emotions. Your actions are only going to be as impactful as the thoughts and the feelings that you have. All right, let's dive into one more question. I'm not getting results I want. I've seen some changes, but then nothing. This is usually when I decide to quit. I want to keep going, but it's hard when the results aren't coming. I love this question. We as humans are conditioned with a negativity bias. And I talked about this in my mindset minute on the podcast last week, but we're conditioned to look for the negative versus the positive. And whenever we're telling ourselves it's not working or I'm not getting the results I want, we create it not working. Our thoughts are the cause to this effect. So if I'm thinking it's not working, I'm probably feeling disappointed or some version of that. And then the action I take might be to avoid my business. It might be to avoid the goal, might be to go clean house or go shopping. But when we're doing that, staying away from our business, avoiding the business or whatever the goal is, then we're not creating it working. We're creating it not working. So our result is always tied back to our thinking. Our thoughts are the cause to the effect. When we think these thoughts, and believe me, I have thought it's not working a thousand times. We are determining it to be true based on what our five senses are telling us is true. Okay, so our senses say, I don't see clients I don't see pounds gone on the scale, so therefore it must not be working. The sense of sight gives us a thought and we react to that thought. But success isn't achieving the goal. Success isn't just when you get to the end. The best way I think to define success, and I teach my clients to define it, is success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. A past mentor shared that with me, and I love that. If you are progressing, you are succeeding. Now, there are lots of ways we progress before we reach a goal, okay? It's not we just start and we're there. There's lots of progression along the way that we can celebrate, but we can only do that when we recognize that we are moving forward. Okay. So maybe it is the number of clients or the number on the scale, but that's only one way to gauge it. And if it's the only way we choose to define success, then we're always going to feel like we're failing because we're always coming back to what the senses tell us. And we have thoughts about that. We have to show our brain something different on purpose. Again, noticing is the key. This is an opportunity to increase your awareness and your success. Instead of focusing on what isn't there, find what is. What is working? What is different now than when you started? What do you have more of an understanding of? What actions are you taking that you weren't before? Where are you being courageous? What are you applying that you weren't in the past? How have you shifted your thoughts and beliefs? What wins have you experienced? You have to bring these things into the awareness for the brain to see them. Okay, if I tell you right now, find the color red in the room you're in, you weren't aware that that color was there until I asked to notice it, until I told you to become aware of it. The same is true with all of our goals, with all of our successes. Our brain doesn't want to recognize the little things. We have to purposely show it to them. 
Okay, asking these kinds of questions are going to help move you forward. Okay, they're useful. And then using the law of relativity is also going to be helpful. The law of relativity is just comparing where you are with something bigger or smaller. And we're doing this all the time unconsciously. And a lot of times we do it in a defeating way because it's unintentional. If you have a tendency to be more of a positive person, you may be doing it in a positive way for sure. But it's not working because I have zero new clients or have only lost five pounds. You're comparing it to the end result. So of course you feel defeated and like giving up. But when you compare other aspects of the success, like where you are now compared to where you were at the beginning of your journey, okay? When you compare it to wins in growth in yourself and in your mindset or in your understanding, those are all ways of finding the ways it's working. And that's going to keep you going. It's going to keep moving you forward. I love to say to my clients, Look how far you've come and have them list all the ways they've grown. Okay, That is success. That kind of thinking keeps you in the game. The only way to fail is to quit. The rest of the time, you're either learning or growing and winning. You're progressively realizing along the way, and that is success. So focus on what's working and keep your energy up. When you're telling yourself it's not working, that is low energy. And it's going to manifest in a physical form in the actions you take. And you will create more of that same thing in the future. The same is true when you focus on what is working, on what you want, okay? And let that be the energy. So take action from those emotions. Get in front of clients and approach your goal with that energy. All right. I feel like the theme here in all of these questions has been awareness, So be aware of what you're thinking and feeling. Catch your thoughts. Okay, this is a process. You're not going to be a master of it at the beginning, but just like anything else, as you practice it more and more, you're going to be catching them more and more. You're going to become more aware of them. Be curious and not judgmental. You want to be a curious watcher of your mind. Don't judge if you're thinking, just be curious about it. And I want to remind you that small hinges swing big doors. The act of watching your mind is going to reveal big insights. That's going to help you move forward. All right, that's what I have today. Remember, if you want to learn how to use the gift of your mind, the gift of your equipment inside of you to create your results, come to my 30-minute masterclass next Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific. I'm going to be offering the replay and you can join, get the information on that. Join the list at JanelleJJI.com forward slash thinking dash into dash results. And you can also join my program, get on the list to get information about that. It's going to be coming out next week and you can get in on that at the same exact link. going to make it easy. JanelleJJAI.com forward slash thinking dash into dash results. All right. Have a fantastic day and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Midlife Made Simple podcast, where I believe midlife can be your best life yet. If you have a midlife dream you're struggling to make a reality, you're probably making it harder than it has to be. So stop it. Stop overthinking 
Stop hustling. Instead, let's make it simple. Want some help? Connect with me in our Facebook group, Midlife Made Simple, or on Instagram at Janelle underscore for my family. There you'll find free resources to help you ditch the daily grind and bring your dream to life with joy, fun, and ease.